afternoon. We've got almost 5.01 here on Leaving the Yard. Zach and the Professor on the fan, 1079. Is it Wednesday? It's Wednesday already. It's Wednesday. That's a good-looking shirt you got on, oh, I feel way. like I worked a full day today. That's really... Is that a new shirt? No, it's an old shirt. In fact, today is uh, we have our first day of actual students yeah, at the schoolhouse. So one of the questions... One of the things I put on their intro sheet is, you got a question you want to ask me. Fire away. Kid asked me, did your wife pick out your clothes? Ah. And they said after that, because that's a good-looking shirt. That's good a compliment. Shirt. I agree. She didn't pick that out. Considering that's me. your typical attire. That's me. That's aquamarine, my I'm boys and girls. Familiar with the color, huh? Oh, yeah. Well, a lot of kids weren't. They weren't uh, sure. No. Aquamarine. It's a, a broadcloth. I like a broadcloth Oh, I do, shirt. too. You can't talk me out you of a broadcloth. Take it right out. You don't own an ironing board if you got a broadcloth. What's an ironing board? You don't need uh, one. Exactly. Because it's broadcloth. That's right. Dry equal. Thank you. <laughs> no wrinkles. That's right. And if it happens to get squished in the closet, put it Doesn't back in the dryer. Doesn't matter. It's good to go. But you, that's got creases. Somebody ironed it. Nobody ironed this shirt. It's got a crease in it. It came with that crease in it. Then that's that crease a new is, shirt. It's not a new shirt. I'm betting you this shirt's five years old. And that crease is still you, holding up. Telling you this is a fishy. It's not a fishy. Aquamarine it's shirt you've got here. Legit. I'm aquamarine I'm man. Seeing a crease. I am. There's right. a crease because it's it holds up. It's impressive. Quality. It's what Even you get. Even for cloth. When you buy quality, you look like Did this. Did you get that at the French designer Jesse Pinier? I did not. <laughs> it's Jacques Penet, thank you. Jacques Penet. Jacques Penet right next yeah. to Target. Yeah. Because uh, it looks like the Stafford brand. Oh, yeah, I'm pretty sure this is a Penny shirt. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. It's pretty What part am I lying about? I don't I picked it out. It hasn't been Crease. It's a five-year-old. I'm getting older than that. I've spent a lot of time around you. I don't remember that shirt. I wore this shirt every year. Uh, probably, yeah, my shirts are in rotation. Yeah, you think about it. But we got about 180 days of school. Uh, okay, well, hang on. Let me do the math on this. About 180 days of school. One-fifth of those 180 are Friday, so that's a gene day. I get all the math. Hang on. Hang on. In the past, we've had the Wednesday gene day thing, if you contribute yeah. to the old uh, the payola thing they got going on. I got on. that. That's another. So that's 40% of my 180. I'm not going to wear a shirt like this. So I'm down to three days in my rotation times uh, 36 weeks or 108 days. I probably wore this shirt, I'd guess, three times a year. Yeah. So your B days when you weren't there, no, probably no, wearing no, this shirt. We, were, we do this show every day. Well, not on Friday. <laughs> that shoots holes in your theory. Not on That's Friday. It's a development. Nope. This shirt's I made your math as just, well as your wait shirt. just because you don't pay attention i'm paying attention today uh, you probably don't notice her changes her hairstyle oh, i know i know you didn't notice this, so i see where i stand i see you all right mm, whatever i see any throne of lies no sorry <laughs> you like and i can't get to the throne yet that's that's after the show. That's what, That's what happens when you're at school all day. No throne for an eight hour window. You're like the Tilly family. You're just telling tales. I'm not telling tales. Doggone it. I hate that story. Why? I just do. I just do. I'm an investigator now. Where's the lady at the end of the movie? He says, Don't look at me, Michael. Who, who are you here with? From, from the NCAA. Yeah. 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 We had him on the show. Did you get the no, sense? No, we didn't have Michael Orr on the show. We had the actor who portrayed him. Whatever. <laughs> did, did you get a sense from the guy that played him that he felt that the story was disingenuous? No, but he's an actor. <laughs> it's funny, hey, that you thought we had Orr. That actor's really good. It's good. <laughs> Darn good. <laughs> did you think, I mean... It, the way this story read this this week, yes, that he just recently found out that he's only a conservative ship. He's yes, not, he's not a full member, child. right? He's not a full. T- he's a full. T- and that the movie 
cost him money. Oh, yeah. Because NFL clubs looked at him as though he was, A, not very intelligent, B, not a leader. He had to be led around by Lee Antui's, you know, by the nose by Lee Antui. And I never got the sense in a full-grown man's career of playing in the NFL, you would have figured if the movie portrayed him in a disingenuous way that he was not happy with or if he had an agent that was doing his NFL contracts for him that there wasn't a conversation about whatever happened to the revenue from that movie did you ever get any of that I mean he was in the NFL before the movie came out so it's not like the agent wasn't aware it just feels somehow like is it this is there have been multiple lawyers come at him with this scam, that what they call a shakedown. And this is, they've told him to go away, and this is the first one to actually take it to court. And well, so, and Michael Orr's going around the country talking about yeah. it for the first time. Yeah. Which, you know, makes you wonder, is Michael Orr having financial trouble? I would assume, yes. And, and is this the potential he, way to dig out of that? Only a coin, I don't think he'd be... Hitting the panels up. I wouldn't have thought that either. But you know what may have come to his mind is if he was thinking all this time he was adopted, then he was probably thinking he was going to be in the wheel. Okay. Well, now that he's come to realize it's just conservatorship, then it may be a lot easier to cut him out. And brother and sister may be getting everything. Or what he thought was brother and sister. Well, what do you mean what he thought was? Were they not, in, in in the way that family had been reorganized, were they not brother and sister? According to this, he wasn't adopted. Well, that doesn't mean you're not brother and sister. You know. You're like, that's my brother. That's my brother from another mother right there. You don't, I mean, I don't feel hey, like that changed. house is just strangers. We don't know. <laughs> no, it's related. I don't. Now, Sark's not on the same level. <laughs> I'm not going there. I'm not messing with that. He's not going to inherit. Well, my kids think they're going to inherit, so they're not inheriting anything. Those dogs are all in that will now. They suck on a conservatorship. Yeah. Well, you better be careful for the next family. You may, you may be getting a lawyer at your door with that one too. Thought I was a member. Thought I was moving with the fam. That would be incorrect. That's what you call your dog days there, don't you? <laughs> days you ain't moving. I'm just saying, we only have Sark under conservatorship. That's not right. He's part of the family. No, no, he's not. Has he slept in your uh, general dwelling? Has he been in the house slash garage? No, he's been in the garage. Ah, and he's a family member. He slept in your garage. He and a mouse are family members. I've had cars in that garage. They're family members. That's we're going to trade it at some point. You doesn't mean you can't upgrade from your family. Remember, we used to keep the uh, convertible in there. Yeah, for a it's gone. <laughs> as soon as the boss snapped her fingers, that thing's out. <laughs> you better be careful. Sark's in the same category. You sure you're adopted? <laughs> I I'm day to day best. That's right. As they say on the old sports center, all yeah. day to day. Yeah, all plans are soft. But, uh, uh, no, but it's just a heartbreaking story. Yeah, it, is. it really is. Yeah. And it's heartbreaking. It's but it leads itself to a sequel, which is oh, great. Oh, God, no. Hell, all the sequels are going to be fantastic. No. Yes. I No. Yes. Bullock's still going to play Leon? Yes. Okay, then maybe. And Tim's putting on one right now. <laughs> No. So, yeah. I don't yeah. think Sandra Bullock could get back into that role again. Oh, I yeah. doubt she'd get in that dress again, but oh, I'm pretty I sure she, she can. I bet she can. I bet she can. No. I wouldn't want to see a second movie of that. No. that's It's going to be cool. It's just angst. All that is. He had an NFL career. He finds out he's not really a family mm-hmm. member, and now we go to court. Yeah. What kind of story is that? Who wants to see that? I think people go to court the time oh but not like this this yeah. just, it this feels like we shouldn't be involved in this story yeah this feels like it should if he wasn't playing in the nfl or it wasn't a movie made about him this is between the five of them and the family this only, shouldn't be public if only we still had f lee bailey around 
believe we had Johnny Cochran around. Oh, God, no. Is Marsha Clark still going? <laughs> if only we had the uh, Kardashian father still around. It's Robert, a shame. Robert Kardashian. It's a shame. We don't have the great legal minds around that we had once upon a time. Now, you had to bring up a Kardashian name, didn't you? Yeah. I asked my kids today. Most important non-president, Kim Kardashian's name came up on one of the kids' sheets. Most important or most influential, whatever it was, non-president American. I'll back her up on that. Really? Yeah. That's where you're going with that? When the young lady put it in? I have no idea. I did. Okay. I just flipped through it. I didn't really okay. identify who it was. I was just saying. I'll back oh, her up. Kim Kardashian on the list? Most influential She's American. Very influential. Really. People follow her. She has followers. You see a story about Little Tay? I don't know Little Tay. I, I saw a headline, but I didn't know what Little Tay was. Little Tay's a like started as like a nine-year-old rapper, a little white girl yeah. rapper, who supposedly, like last month, died. At age nine? No, she's 14 now. Oh, oh. Well, so she's over the hills, a rapper. <laughs> well, then it came out in social media like yesterday. No, she didn't die. That was, okay. well, that was a fake dying. Oh, yeah. Her some oh, she's going to be middle Tay now. She won't okay. be little Tay anymore. She's middle Tay. Just now, saying. These are the people we think are influential. Years ago when the... Uh, the girl and I went to Reggie's before it moved out to Redwater. Yeah. <clears throat> they accidentally left the, uh, you know, they write down typically the name of the customer, but there I guess they wrote down a description. Oh, so re- <laughs> no. <laughs> so when they brought our burgers out, yep. that little piece of paper that yep. the description, <laughs> it's a little white girl. <laughs> Okay. So I looked at the girl and said, is that you or me? <laughs> well, if you got to ask, we got a problem. <laughs> she said something about me being an idiot. <laughs> I can see <laughs> that too. <laughs> Somewhere else, right? Going to another booth. Not eating here. All right, it's 13 minutes after five. We got to take a time out. We'll come back in just a minute. Leaving the yard, Zach and the professor here on the fan 1079. You stick around. We're coming right back. After five, leaving the yard. Zach and the here on the fan 107.9. We are, um, well, we got a scrimmage going tomorrow. We really got scrimmages next two nights. Yeah. Texas has a long view over at Grimm tomorrow. And uh, I'm looking forward to that. I asked Coach today about a time, but I didn't get that. He sent me offensive stats instead. What if you'd asked him for defensive stats? What would he have given you? Maybe Location the of the games? I don't know. But I ask him. I'll get back with him tomorrow. He's a busy man right now. I think it's 7 o'clock. Yeah, but is it freshman first? Is it varsity? JV? I think they start with the uh, with the varsity, if I'm remembering right. I don't know. Does it matter? Well, it does matter. Why does it matter? Well, well, you go over and watch him. Are you not going to go over and watch Long? I'm going over to watch him. You ought to go with me. Why would I go with you? Well, never mind. I told Chop this I, morning. you got to come back here and get my car. Oh, I, I understand. No, I didn't mean to actually ride with me. Well, I'll go over there. I'll meet you over there. I told Chop this morning I'm a little intimidated going up there in the press box. At Grim? Yeah. Intimidated. The yeah. elevator works. I get it. But, you know, that's the house that Al built. Yep. That's where Key Shooty yep. uh, practiced his craft for so many years. Yep. And uh, that's where Josh Richard, you know, covered the... And Johnny? Well, I was going to get oh, the Johnny. I'm sorry. Yeah. You put Josh in front of him, and that's probably the wrong place. But. Well, I said this morning that uh, certainly the press box is appropriately named after Al, but you could make a case to have the uh, writer's booth named after Johnny. 
because the number of years. But uh, anyway, it's a little intimidating. That, just those four guys alone. Now, I didn't even mention Jason Boston. <laughs> well, funny. now you change the whole dynamic. Sidekick, you really don't get included on the conversation. Well, you didn't say Robert Taylor. That's true, Robert Taylor. So it adds more anxiety. Deserving. Yeah. yeah, there you go. So, just in my time here in Tushkana, those individuals have cast a long shadow in that press box, and I'm a little nervous about going over there. Well, you're not on the air. No. You're, just, you're writing. What do you mean just writing? You're writing. Come you're on, you're not broadcasting it. This is, this is a step up. Yeah, I'm not Mr. Radio. Oh, I'm well aware of that. You should look up to me now. <laughs> Why? I'm in the print media. Oh, okay. guy. Well, when you put it that way, <laughs> oh no, no, no. When you put it that way, forget about Al and Robert and Keith in Boston. Now you got to live up to the legacy of the writers like Johnny and, and Josh. Well, now it's a different problem. One word to be an English teacher, and I think uh, Josh actually certified yeah, me. Yeah, probably. So, yeah, so uh, so you uh, got that to deal with now. I'm not going to live up to either one of them. Well, what are you going to live up My, to? Uh, butchering of the written word is <laughs> not going to be pretty. It's it's good we live in a little standard <laughs> age of journalism. In a quickly deletable <laughs> yeah. electronic media. Yes. Oops, that's gone. Yeah. Goodbye. Yeah. Most of my work has been done on Snapchat. <laughs> Not really. I, don't, I don't have an account on Snapchat. I don't know how to work it. But uh, Back on the uh, the Twitter with the 90 characters, that's your good work right there? <laughs> I'm saying that it's a little intimidating going over there. I don't, and then the uh, footsteps of those individuals. I don't know the word intimidating works, but I think the word, it's a, it's a little awkward. Having seen those guys work in those rooms, and then not seeing them yeah. there working. Yeah. I, I don't know, intimidating. I'm not intimidated by it, but it seems like something's missing in the rooms, in the press box. And that I get 100%. Um, you know, we've... Uh, I, would, I would imagine, you know, Andrew Monaco posted a picture with he and Dave South the other day on Facebook, two voices of the Aggies. And I would imagine that people and Andrew's a great friend of the show yeah, had both of them kind. both of them on the show yes. with us before. But I would imagine for a guy like Andrew, you're walking into the booth that Dave <clears throat> South occupied yeah. for so many years. It's <clears throat> got to be a bit weird. I know when we went to to Texas Stadium and to uh, Dish Falk, going into rooms where no, seriously, we're we're broadcasters who are so well-known and so amazing at their craft, and you're sitting in their chair, or... <laughs> <Not you. laughs> you're, no, I wasn't. <laughs> you yeah, tell that story, don't you? Well, we turned it in there already. I don't think we did. Yeah, did we? we did. We came back next week and I said, he refused to sit in Craigway's chair because it was too... wasn't up to your levels, too beat up and old. And... Uh, it was horrible. <laughs> Hey, Craig, it was a horrible show after uh, Curtin Company this morning. Was he? Yeah. He, he asked me about where his chair went? No, I, I didn't, but I'm just... His chair's... For, okay. So how <laughs> this is at the dish. Yeah, so how does this work? So you're at Dish Falk Field. It's the season. Longhorns are, are still playing. Yeah. The chair that Craig Way uses is just a regular office chair... That's got, like, chunks out of it. It's horrible. It's just an old chair that I'm sure he has a sentimental connection to. If you had any... It's a horrible... ...in your body, you would understand that. I do, and I throw chairs away all the time <laughs> when they start falling apart, and you go, it's time for a new chair. I'm thinking between Craig and the folks in Dishfalk run by the Longhorn, somebody can afford a $400 chair... And get him a good chair to sit. It's a horrible chair. Arch got that money. <laughs> <laughs> well, then Arch should buy him a chair. Arch has an extra four hundred dollars. Can tour around town with. But we were up in Brad Sham's booth at at uh, yeah at uh, Jerry's World. The most impressive thing Brad has is his own personal throne. That is. <laughs> There's the throne you want to Just be on. Absolutely. Uh huh. Oh my gosh. That's and now. Because Vern and Dell have been both been gone for a while, so <laughs> working hard. I, now I'll say that's a bit intimidating. 
And of course, it may have been the entire setting of being at Jerry's World and broadcasting up there. But that was a bit intimidating, yeah. knowing Brad Sham's in there calling cowboy games and you're sitting in his chair pretending you know what you're doing when they're professionals and they do know what they're doing. That is that I'll, that I will give you intimidating. Not because they were gone, but because they were you know still there. <clears throat> Keith was offered the last couple of years. We haven't. I don't think even talked about this when Keith passed. He was offered the opportunity to do both radio for us and to do the game day broadcast. Yeah. He didn't want to do game day for a couple of reasons, but the main one was he didn't want to leave Al's booth. Right. Which That's, would have been a floor below where he would have had yeah. set up for game day. But he was so about his time with Al in that booth. Right. And that that was where the radio broadcasts were supposed to take place. That he, he really, that was the reason he turned Morgan down and didn't want to do game day because that was his booth. I get it. No, he But I'll be honest. He was sentimental. You know, like when you left for the year, I had no problem going in your booth. <laughs> and if they'd have moved us to another one, I'd have gone, has, has it got better chairs? We're moving. They've had to completely enclose clickbait Bob. had to build a wall around him. <laughs> that's, a, that's a different issue. That's a different issue. I, I get the being sentimental about the room, but, you know, you're not using the same headset he used, or you're not using the same setup he used, or you're not sitting in the same ch- I mean, I get it, but I don't get it. I get the sentimentality of the place, but I also get things change and you move to a different location if that's what, it, that's what works best. I, I, I never really understood that. I, I, I can wrap my head around why Keith felt the way he did, but I just don't know that I would have done the same thing. Well, last Friday, Billy inquired to me, who's taking my place on a Longview broadcast? And I was honest with him that uh, it's going to be hard to find some hard that never played football who's a water boy who uh, thinks he knows more than he really knows. Those guys. So Billy wants to do it? <laughs> <those> you No, they are. <laughs> They're on every corner. They, they just don't know me. Has <laughs> <laughs> that met you yet? That's right. No, that's a, no. We, we got a guy. There's a former Longhorn player. It's uh, Longhorn player. Well, that's. Impressive. I mean, uh, I'm sorry. Longview, Longview Lobo player, who's going to be doing the call? Well, now I'm not nearly as excited. If I was being replaced by honest to goodness Longhorn, I'd felt pretty good about it. Like I have to bring a cow into the studio? No, I mean a real Longhorn football oh, player. No. It's not Von Trail McGee or somebody. Was... It's not Von Trail McGee. No, it's, it's <laughs> Keaton Daniels. Keaton Daniels doing. He did pregame stuff yeah. last year. He's, it's he's not McConaughey. The guy. No, it's not McConaughey. <laughs> I don't want to do a game with McConaughey. He never bathes. He's a, he's a smelly boy. I don't want to be in there with a smelly boy. He's no, not like this year. I, I give up Longview. He'll show up in the press box one night. He's why would he show up in the press box? He comes to games occasionally. Why would he come up in the press box? To say hello to everybody. We're working. You don't. You can't stop it. Hey, Matthew McConaughey. If McConaughey had come walking through, we wouldn't have tried to get him on with us. Oh, no, that you try to do. You always try to get a celeb. On. Had McConaughey walked in, I'd have walked out on the broadcast. <laughs> really? <laughs> Jeez. What's with the selfies? What's the big deal about selfies? Uh, hook them horns. Oh, jeez. Whatever. Yeah. It's not that. It's like autographs to me. I don't care that much about selfies. Well, I don't want an autograph. I don't want, you want a selfie. Horn. Yeah. So that, that's the proof that you saw in McConaughey. You know, I was trying to think, uh, who was I having a conversation with? Oh, I think it was Chop. About the last time I asked for an autograph. Now, can you remember the last time you asked someone for an autograph? Never. Never, never I've asked, never asked anyone, anyone. Never. For an autograph. Never have. Wow. I thought it's, I've never been a fan of sign this thing. For Even me. events where they're doing signings. Never went up. Never asked for them. Right. Never, didn't ask Charlie Waters or or Cliff Harris or we had uh, Dorsett. Never, we never asked any of those guys. Why would you? Yeah. I would. I, 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 I autograph your copy of the book. I don't think so. He, he autographed my, Drew Pearson autographed yeah, my I, copy I, of the book. I don't, I, think, know, I don't even know where. 
playing uh, Cliff autograph there. Yeah, but I didn't ask for it. They yeah. autographed them. Okay. But I've, I've never asked any, will you autograph this for me? See, I, no. the car dealership in Greenville Chevrolet House brought Bob Lilly to town when I was a kid. Yeah, that's big time. I was more than happy to ask Bob Lilly for an autograph. That's what he was there for. He was getting paid to sign autographs. I get it. Yeah. I just see no value in it. Yeah. I, I just, I've never been, there's, there's multiple reasons. I think the selfie actually is a better oh, yeah, sure, it's recording a better. of the history. Yes. Not just that this guy signed the book, but that you were there yeah. with that guy. Look, it's me and yeah. Richard Simmons. We got a picture. Yeah. That, I, But asking somebody sign their name never felt to me like it was that, I never was that wowed by some guy signing. Look, oh my God, look, they signed my Frisbee. I mean, like, who cares? You know, the last guy I asked for an autograph was um, Sean Elliott, played with the Spurs. Okay. I thought his story was very compelling. Okay. Didn't he give a kidney to his brother? Yeah, oh yeah. I thought of all the acts, I thought that was bigger than a little league kid going over and hugging a kid that just beamed him. And so... Uh, okay. That's a big story today on the mothership. But, uh, slow day. Slow day. No, it was actually happened last year. But anyway, I thought the Sean Elliott thing was a pretty cool deal. Why, why get an autograph? Well, I was sitting next to him one night at a Spurs game, and he was doing a broadcast... And I was sitting on the front row next to where he and the other guy were doing yeah. the broadcast. It was probably uh, and, Andrew Monaco. Uh, no, was doing the games it was, it was the long before uh, oh. Andrew was down there. Okay. But anyway, um, the seat was so good they gave us uh, quarterly stats. The stat lady handed wow. the people right there. And so I had, Jerry Stanford wasn't working there, I, I take it. <laughs> <laughs> I had acquired a, a, a pretty good seat that night. And so uh, she... Uh, she and so uh, I was getting ready to leave, and he had a pen right there. I said, "Dude, I, I'm a big fan of what you did for your brother." Now, you mind signing this? And uh, he signed uh, one of the stat sheets for me that night. Okay, that was the last time I ever asked anybody for an autograph. I'm trying to think of what I have that's autographed, and books that uh, you've gotten for whatever reason. Yeah. The only thing that I can recall that I have that's autographed were the, I think it was the state championship. PG one twenty ten or twelve, where the whole team signed. There was a picture that they had done, and then I think I had the printed out score sheet that some of them had signed. That I think I had one for golf too. That same day they were doing like a thing over at yeah. the school for both teams that year when they both won it, and so I got that. That they were here's the picture here it's it's been signed by everybody but I didn't ask him for a signature but I did I think I did ask and I'll have to see if if Craig's is on there to sign the winning score sheet that we had yeah other than that uh, that's I just a liar out of me because I'm looking at Ben Harmon's signature on this poster over here I had, <laughs> had been signed that poster <laughs> see out of but me. now that to me is a, you know if you've had a and had a and Ben Harmon, and it's him on the poster. You know, for, for guys that we know like that, yeah, probably. Yeah. For guys that are like, okay, you're a total stranger, dude. You're asking, you're, you know, a 40-year-old guy or whatever, and you're going to ask ask me for my autograph. It just feels, I don't know. I always felt uncomfortable with that kind of request. Like, here, will you sign my thing? But now the kids who are never going to get to do that again – they're never nobody's going to ask them for their autograph again. I think it's a cool thing for the kids to get to sign their picture as a team and and give the pictures out to the public. I think that's cool. Well, someone who signed a lot of autographs, I'll just say it's kind of a whatever. Party. Hey, end of every semester. <laughs> but you know, I, <laughs> I do get where older guys before the era of the cell phone selfie things when they were kids. <clears throat> Because there was kind of an era of the, what, 70s, maybe, sending stuff off to athletes to get it autographed and sent back to you. Like, you're collecting autographs, and can you sign my picture of you, Archie Manning, or whatever. I I could kind of understand that era back then. You're kind of sending it off and seeing if they'll actually send it back autographed. It's kind of like I got the, you know, great white whale signature. But in person, I've always been. I always felt like it was awkward to ask a guy for his signature. Yeah. Donnie Freeman told me to get off the floor one night at a Chaparral's game. Did he? Yeah. He said, yeah, he's supposed to be 
Twitter. <laughs> Did you ask him for an autograph? No. <laughs> well, no. <laughs> All right, we're going to take a break. 33 minutes after 5 o'clock, leaving the yard. Zach and the Professor here on The Fan, 107.9. <laughs> Hey there, Texas fan. All righty, welcome back. 24 till 6, leaving the yard. Zach and the Professor here on the fan, 107.9. Don't forget, uh, Kirk and company tomorrow morning. You shuffle the lineup. Yes, no. Uh, Chop's going to be back, but we're going to be joined by Dylan Surratt. As uh, we're going to be, because uh, Chop and I neither one got to go to the scrimmage last week. We want to hear about Tatum scrimmage, and then of course uh, Surratt has a little insight to the uh, the game or the scrimmage Friday night between Ellie and Carthage, because his uncle's the coach and his cousin's the quarterback over at Carthage. So. Yeah, I'm figuring they'll be. Uh, they, are they up here this time? Yeah, up at home. Yeah. Wow, you know, I'm thinking maybe Friday night. Let me go over there Friday night. Well, why wouldn't you? Well, I, other things may be going on. That would be why I wouldn't. But see the jet. Be yeah. the first time the jet has landed in Texarkana. Yeah, jets around. I say that he's probably been here many times. I would imagine. He's been up here a few times. Yeah. By the way, yeah. uh, Billy's response about food in the press box was he doubts it, but he'll check. doubts it. What about concessions? We're gonna get oh, they'll make money. Are you, are you kidding open? me? Yeah, I don't know. There may not be concessions. Will someone be grilling burgers? I'll flop down five bucks, ten bucks for a burger. If somebody's grilling yeah. them. Was it five or ten? Which is it? Whatever the price is if I'm hungry. Concessions, yes. Okay. Well, we get sour patch. I don't want sour patch. <laughs> <laughs> Just it's too, too hot for chili dogs. Yeah, maybe back to back nights. I may do that. It'd be pretty cool. Yeah, Texas High tomorrow. Yeah, tomorrow's my last birthday. Oh, it's her week. <laughs> what are you talking about? She got the whole week of birthdays. Yeah, tomorrow's the actual day, but yeah, it's a week of birthdays. She can miss a yeah. day of her week. Yeah. You can't though. She can. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and they maybe go over to LA on uh on Friday night and watch Carthage for a little while. I may not get to go to LA. <laughs> I understand. I'm not be there tomorrow, no, right? I get. I fully understand it. Yeah. I get it completely. I'll be thinking about you while I'm standing yeah. there watching. Mars birthday. The boy's birthday was Monday. Uh, oh, you got today, that thing. Today's National Day. <laughs> it's a lot going on this week. My house is crowded. <laughs> really? A lot of rum bottles rolling around the house today. <laughs> I'm just saying. There's, there's a lot going. This week, the dog you can't get rid of still lives there. Oh, <laughs> uh, poor, not mm. poor Sark. Sark's had He's a good got a run. great life. He's had a good eighteen month run. Yeah. Uh oh, we got some dialing us up today. I got to get the phone what? going. Hey, you're in the yard. What's going on, gentlemen? Oh my! Goodness. It's the big banana himself. There you go. They're playing pretty good this year. Did you watch? It was it the deuce of the night? Is you watched? Uh, I, I watched it. I was impressed with the kid from Tishkin. I thought he's fit in well. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. He, in his last four starts, and Chuck, you watch them before, you know, they go, you know, by how long they do for an inning. Uh, in his last four relief appearances, his inning counts have been under two minutes long. Yeah, he's was almost record-setting performance the other night with his inning count. So uh, fast pitch. Yeah. It's all about the fast pitch. He's got the guns. And yeah. Everything. Oh yeah. So he looks the part. Who needs that pitch clock? Don't need no stinking pitch clock. No. Uh, I mean, you think about it. They get on average. I th- I don't think they've had maybe one game. That's gone past the two-hour time limit. Amen. If there's time left on the clock and it starts in the ninth inning, they'll play the ninth inning. But, you know, the longest game might be three hours. That's if it winds up going into their version of extra innings, which is called showdowns. Have you seen 
for blockbusters like Oppenheimer. I hear it's three hours. It is. Have you seen? Have you seen? Have you seen any of these summer blockbusters? The only blockbuster I've seen, I and I guess Sci-Fi guys just getting changed in his ways. You know, I've been to movie theaters in Little Rock where your seats a four recliner and you can be fully reclined and people walk back and forth. You don't have to get up, move or anything like that. I'm, I've been waiting for them to come out on uh, on the streaming services. I'm going to be honest with you. Wow. You're leaving the theater behind for the, for the big screen TV. It, like, like I said, if, if our... And against the theater we have here in town at all. But when you get spoiled with the recliners and, you know, basically got a full menu that you can bring to your seat and you've got a tray and everything you can eat off of, I mean, why go to just a chair that you can sit in and watch a movie? And they got a bathroom there? Why ever leave? Then you can pause. There you go. That pause button's that, pretty cool. That's the main thing. If you get... If you got to go to the bathroom, you can hit pause, go do what you got to do, come back, and you ain't missed a lick. So what you're saying is you haven't seen Barbie, Oppenheimer, or Raiders? I have not. Mission Impossible. No, I, I wouldn't walk across the street to see Tom Cruise. Mission Impossible uh, is trying without going to the bathroom. <laughs> you to be hard, but... Yeah, he's in Tom Cruise. He said that before. That's not new. That was a really, really the, good the movie. La, the, last, the last biggie I saw, and it happened to stream on Disney Plus. I watched Guardians Three. I did too. It was yeah, all right. It was all right. It wasn't great. Yeah, I didn't. Now, I, you know, I got a good one sports wise, and I'm sure people have already talked about it. Um, the documentary on Johnny Football on Netflix. Is- we talked about it. It's. I- this weekend. No lie. No lie. And did you see uh, your show on the Lakers is back for season? Yeah, but I'm, I'm headed back that way. Uh, I'm looking forward to it. Well, I've watched first two episodes. They picked up where they left off, that's for sure. Lakers going to be a part of this season. Yeah, I would believe so. Yeah, so you know, you got a good shot of seeing a red hour box, which yeah. played by Michael Chiklis, so that's a good thing too. Red. So. Now, if y'all want an older show that that, that kind of got that little western flair, have y'all ever seen Justified? Justified. Texas. No, 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 no. He's talking about no, the series. I'm talking about the series. I don't know that one. Yeah. It's, it's, it's been watched. It's outstanding, yes. Timothy, um, what's his name? Timothy Oliphant. Yeah, Oliphant. Yes, it's really entertaining stuff. That's Western? Well, no, he's he's no. Western in modern times. Kind of like a Western detective. McLeod? Kind of, yeah. That's, okay. that's a good way to put it. He's kind of a modern McLeod. Right. I'll check that out. That's a... I'd say more like Longmire, but you know, either way, the same thing. Yeah. All right, man. You want a good comedy to watch? Hulu's got uh, Vacation Friends with John Cena, and the sequel's coming out in uh, on the twenty fifth. So that's a good watch too. There it is. You need to hear from you more often. That's right. Now he's ready for. He's got all that cleared out. You can watch the Cleveland Browns now. No, I'm not buying <laughs> that ticket at all. What? I'll tell you the thing, thing that I think is crazy going back to movies. You know, we've got this whole deal going on about uh, Michael Moore and upside. I'm yeah. sure we all Yeah, about. we did. Did you see people on Twitter wanting Sandra Bullock to give up her Academy Award? <laughs> I mean... <laughs> I mean, I can't get that. You know, who's to say she knew that all this was fake? Yeah. You know, she's acting in a movie. Yeah, which I think is basically fake. <laughs> exactly. The accent, the accent was fake. Yeah. All right, man. Appreciate you calling. 
Hey, go Buckeyes and go Bananas. <laughs> wow. Wow. See, you hate that. This is this is where we are. This is this is a fan who, because the Browns got in bed with Deshaun Watson, you can't. You don't even disenchanted. You can't. Yeah, that's it. You can't even do it anymore. You can't even root for your team anymore. I understand. That. He hangs in there with. Uh, that's different. Allen. <laughs> Woody, that was the end of Woody's career. So it's not like you're like, oh man, Woody, you know, punched a guy in the head and then coached next week. He was that was the end of his career. It was the end of Woody's totally punched that guy. Whatever. Right. Exactly. Let's take the break. We'll take a timeout. It's about uh, 14 minutes till six o'clock. Leaving the yard. Sack of the professor. Here on the fan, 107.9. All right, 12 till 6, leaving the yard, Zach and the Professor. Don't forget, tomorrow on the show, we got the uh, sports editor of the Texarkana Gazette, Jason Hopkins, going to be coming in here. We will be breaking down the 2023 Gazette football edition. It's a magazine now. used to be a a multi-sectional printout newspaper thing. Now it's a whole magazine. Yeah, it's got its own thing. Yeah. You got a centerfold in it? No, it doesn't have a center. Does, I didn't know. I don't think so. We'll ask Hopkins tomorrow. Be interesting to see who the cover guy is going to be. So what saying, if he'll tell us? Full two pages. One of that would be a thing. In the past, you know, when Johnny and them were doing it, it was always about who's on the cover. Yeah, well, I know. Trying to be like Dave Campbell. Yeah. Who's going to be the guy on the cover well, this Dave year? Dave Campbell just puts out a hundred different covers. No, but it's still the cover. Like yeah. who's on the cover? It's well, always a big like thing a in the summer. Different covers. Yeah, but those are the ones you special order. Yeah. I'm talking about the one that goes out to all the Walmarts around the around the state. That's the big thing. So they know the Gazette's done that kind of thing as well. So if you're going to pick, who's on the cover? Oh, jeez. Because um, we don't have a new coach this yeah, year. We don't have a new coach. If we're going in the city, um, I would say probably have to go with the Car Johnson. That makes sense. He's got a offer from the University of Arkansas. Okay. He's the quarterback of the number two or three, depending on which poll you're looking at, state-ranked team. Senior this uh, year. Certainly they've adjusted an offense that has traditionally been a run-oriented offense around his skill set. Um, I think that's where I would go, but that's just me. Um, if you look around town uh, – you know, kid at Arkansas. Kids, you certainly make an argument for, but uh, I just don't know there. You know, there's not that one guy. You know, last year Arkansas High had the best baseball player in town. Yeah. He was a senior. Ty Wade. Ty Wade was unquestionable. Right. If I had put out a baseball edition last year, Ty Wade would have been on the cover. Okay. Um, I, I just don't know of another senior out there. I think Tadarian Ball is going to be a, a great ball player. He's a sophomore. He's, he's got sophomore. two more years yeah, to get a cover. Two more years to get a cover, so I don't think you'd go there. Prevo, same thing. There's, yeah, yeah. Prevo is an outstanding yep. sophomore as well. Um, there's not a Clayton Williams this year No, that's a senior. No. There's not a, a Landon Jackson that's a senior. I think Car Johnson is probably who I'd go with at this point. Probably makes the most sense. You know, obviously they've got several kids on that roster. Maybe you could put all the kids that have Division One offers on the cover over there. Well, they got six. I think they're Something up to like that, that. About that now. Yeah, yeah, I think you, that's that's right. Yeah, you know, to the junior class with the Jackson kid now. Yeah, so I do my seniors. Seniors with the offers. Yeah, but either way, um, you go any of them. Speaking of Landon. Saturday Down South, which is a uh, website that does a lot of SEC work. It's what they do. They made their predictions for Arkansas this year on a bunch of different fronts. They've got Landon Jackson breaking the school record for sacks in a single season. No Razorback since uh, Jake Beckett has gotten uh, above nine and a half sacks. Kid last year got nine and a half sacks. Well, I think I think Landon's going to get twelve, is what they're predicting. I think I would 
think that's a pretty good number. That's about where I'd guess going into the season one a game. So we talked before about he's bulked up, right? Yeah. He's put on, what, 30 pounds, something like that? They say he's knocked two seconds off his 40 time as well. Two. two no. Was it two, two tenths? Let's, let's, Hang on. Let me let yeah. me relook at it. Or two one hundreds, but you're not knocking two. Two off his hundred, maybe. Hang on a second. Let me look. Where where was my thing here? Oh, two miles an hour worth. Okay. All right. They've gotten his two mile an hour. His speed is now up to 20 miles an hour doing his run, which is kind of like watching a kid from uh, from Seattle a few yeah. years ago run down the guy from behind after a well, pick in the end. And that's what I was fixing to say about Landon Jackson. People who didn't get to see him play in high school, this guy's backside pursuit, he'll get a handful of sacks this year where people ran away from him, and he'll go get them. Yeah. The, his backside pursuit is as good as anybody I ever saw at the high school level. Now, I know he was a, a big four-star kid playing against small school 4A competition, but the fact that he just doesn't quit on plays right. will bode well for him. That's You know, there's a lot of kids that get to college. you got to teach them that. They don't have to teach him not to quit on plays. No, he just doesn't me. quit on plays, and that will he'll get two or three sacks this year just because he didn't quit. Right. Some quarterback will take off and turn around; he'll be right there. Right. They think, "Oh, I've a no." He's going to continue to pursue you. But you're also going against legit offensive oh, linemen in the SEC, not the guys they were going against. In school, at the but. same time, even those guys are only going to be able to keep him. To a three, four count max, and he, his quarterbacks run away. He's going to pursue them, and uh, like I say, you'll be shocked that there'll be quarterbacks he can run down. The correction is he put on forty-five pounds of muscle, yeah. and so add forty-five pounds of muscle to his frame and make him go a couple of miles an hour faster. Yeah. He's a bear out there, basically. He he's a he's a. That. He's always been a dancing bear type. Oh, now he's that's, a grizzly bear. He's not a dancing bear. there was a temptation. And once again, if he did play in high school, he plays with an edge. There's a, there's a little yeah. bit of anger in the way he plays. Mm-hmm. That's right. And that's not something you can teach either. So now that he's got the physique for the SEC to go along with so many good traits he took to the next level, I think he's going to have an outstanding breakout season. This guy is saying Razorbacks will be end their 15-year losing streak to Alabama, will beat LSU, will have at least nine wins this year in the regular season. If you LSU in Alabama, you ought to have more than nine wins. Well, now you're going to lose some games. They think they don't They don't feel like there's going to be a lot of success against uh, Florida, maybe. Uh, A&M. Well, that's a feel strange like, Yeah, I know. You're going to beat LSU in Alabama and lose yeah. to Florida in A&M. Yeah, but... This is a, a ten and two ish kind of prediction. Well, that, uh, I think that'd be guy's... great for Razorback fans. Yeah. If you, I think most Razorback fans, if you gave them ten and two right now, they'd say yes, sir. We'll take that. So I read that one. And I'm like, oh, is that, is that the consensus? The next one I read said eight and four yeah. with a ceiling or with a basement of six. Yeah. Six and six is the like minimum they should yeah. get. I think six, and then, six to nine wins somewhere in there yeah. is legitimate. Just yeah. depending, you know, they had a couple of games last year. Particularly the A and M game that just freakishly got away from them. Well, the they fumble, were, the fumble yeah, killed. They were about to go in, go up for two scores, and it just got away from them. So, if they don't have that game or two this year, they may be a nine-win team, but they could also be a six-win team, in my opinion. If they have games like that again, the Mississippi's Mississippi State and Missouri games are going to be the ones that decide. Yeah. Are they going to be on the top end of that or on the bottom end of that? Well, I think A&M's still important. A&M's game. part of that conversation, yeah. too. No question. But, anyway, bad news for Razorback fans uh, happened at the NFL. Traylon Burks got hurt today. And this may be season ender the way they're talking already. It's Here, been a rough week with the loss of Alex Collins. Uh, and Burks may be out for the year now. It's just been a bad yep. week for Razorbacks uh, with the, you know, part of that league it's just the Collins story was just horrible it's a gut punch it's a terrible story when you read the details it was just a horrible way to pass away so motorcycles are not I know I know they're not easy and they're unforgiving yep 
and you're airborne, and there's nothing between you and whatever you're going to hit, and yeah. that's yeah. usually bad news. I don't care what kind of shape you're in. Yeah. Alex Collins was a great story, and it's a yeah. horrific way to pass away. But yeah. it's unfortunately, motorcycles and the Razorbacks have not had a good history the last 20 years. This is true. So there's that. I mean, anyway. Good story today in the L.A. Times. If you're looking to uh, have a blow-by-blow on the what – I don't even know what you want to call it, the devastation of the Pac-12. They got a really good detailed story going back a couple of years about how this conference fumbled deals and really how um, an offer that was on the table to keep UCLA around really backfired and threw the conference into a loop when they tried to make concessions to guarantee 50-plus million dollars a year to UCLA when the conference was getting about 30. And the folks at Oregon, and this almost feels like, hey, here's a Chip Kelly edge. Folks at Oregon say, whoa, wait a minute. We're not taking $20 million less than UCLA Mm. when what we bring to the table is every bit as good as what they bring to the table and kind of did a deal killer just as UCLA and USC were getting ready to have their conversation about moving to the Big Ten. The conference itself said we're not making concessions. Kind of like, well, no, I'm not going to do that. Never mind. I was going to say it differently, but I'm going to change my mind on it. Either way, good article if you can read the LA Times. How's Oregon doing the Big Ten long term? Long term? I don't know. I think they're, I think they're a notch below USC, Ohio State, and Michigan. I think they're like a Michigan State, a Penn State. I think they're in that second-tier neighborhood. So you put them ahead of Wisconsin? Yeah. I think they recruit better than Wisconsin does. Certainly bring more speed, but let's see if it translates to a cold day in the Midwest. Yeah, that's exactly right. It's all it's all fun until you're in Northwestern and there's you know, a foot and a half of snow on the ground. Mm. All right, we're out of time. You guys take it easy. Back tomorrow. We're going to leave in the yard. Zach and the Professor on the fan. 107.9. 